0: Hi guys, this is episode 26 of the Beauty of Ugly. My name is Sim Tong and let's talk about some stuff. Okay, so uh, the other day I was on a live stream and I was um, I was showing everyone how to... Uh, I, I was telling people about this book, this book that Chinese people have, um, where they can interpret their dreams, but instead of interpreting the, the meaning of the dream, um, what you get instead is you just get a four-digit number, and then you go buy the number, and then um, you you strike the four D, you strike the lottery, and you you get rich, right? Uh, yeah. So so it's a very popular book, and most Chinese families would have like one old auntie who who uh, has that book. She's like the keeper of that book, and uh, it's it's not the the book is like anybody can buy the book. It's nothing special. Um, But, um, so we were talking about that, and I was explaining it to some of the, um, our American audiences, and basically I was, (laughs) I was explaining it to my friend Jimmy Earl, and um, um, then one of, uh, one of the viewers, one of my regular audience uh, members, uh, Andrew, he said that, oh, you don't need that book anymore because uh, you can just look it up online. So we did. We tried to look up some numbers online. And um, I I asked for suggestions. I said, okay, uh, name an animal, right? Name an animal. We'll look it up and we'll find a number. And uh, so I think Andrew suggested a uh, wild boar. Okay, so we'll, we'll look up wild boar. And turns out like there are many um interpretations. Like if you if you um if it's just a wild boar it's uh zero five one five. And then uh if it's uh wild boar meat it's something else. If you're if you're cooking the wild boar it's something else, if you're shooting the wild boar it's uh something else, if you're hunting the wild boar it's something else. Um and uh, so we we looked it up, and then um, yeah, so it it was fun. But like I figured, like well, I would be totally confused, like if in my dream, like what was the difference between shooting wild boar and hunting wild boar, right? Like why do you buy when when do you buy this number and when do you buy that number, right? Um, so anyway, that was that was a fun exercise we did, and then. Uh, I think like two days later, one of my friends who had been watching the stream quietly, um, one of my friends and also my wife's friend, uh, messaged my wife and said like the number came out and it was um, instead of 0515, which is the number for Wild Boar, because we were talking about Wild Boar so much, she went and, and we were talking about 0515 so much. She went on and bought 0515. And then... Would you believe it the number came up and the number was 1515 so uh yeah she's a bit upset and she <laughs> said next time tell him to get the n- number right <laughs> so yeah um that was uh that was that was fun that was last week and uh yeah uh sorry ching for uh, not giving you the right number but uh yeah i i, I did everything correct i looked up the the online version of that um you know, um I don't even know what that book is called, what is that book called? It's not an Almanac, right it's more like a it's the numbers book we generally call it I don't know that's that's a name for it uh but I forgot what the name is uh, even there's a Cantonese name for it, and I forgot what it is, yeah, I was telling a joke also about um scratching my wife's back and how like even though I bought a back scratcher for my wife um Yeah, she never uses it, she wants me to scratch her back, and um, yeah, so I have a bit on that, uh, that I've been performing, and then, uh, and then Andrew had this idea as well, where he said, "Um, do you know, uh, do you, do you know, like, uh, do you think it's possible to scan your hand? Uh, Because I said, like, my wife prefers my hand rather than the scratcher, right? He says, like, "Uh, maybe you can scan your hand and 3D print your own hand so that, like, that can be the back scratcher. Uh, hey, Fiona, hey, Pat, friend. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it, it was a very creative idea from Andrew, I thought, Um uh, but at the same time, uh, oh, Fiona says, hey, Sim, you're kind of soft, I'm on 80% on my laptop. Okay, let's crank it up. Uh, okay, how's that? Is that very loud? It sounds loud to me, but, uh, maybe I, okay, how's that? Oh, that's seems way too much. Okay, how how is this, Fiona? Uh, how's this, Fiona? Is it loud enough now? Okay, anyway, we'll go with this for now. Uh. Yeah, I gotta be careful with the volume as well. If it goes too loud, it starts cracking and sounds horrible. Um, yeah, 3D printing the hand, why didn't I think of that, right? Uh, i thought it was a really creative idea i, I myself would n- probably not have thought of that but at the same time uh, i also n- know that it's not gonna work because uh because yeah si Ming wants me to do the scratching it's not that she wants my hand or the shape of my hand it's just that she wants me to do the work that's the that's the whole thing that's the whole uh romantic thing is that um yeah you gotta put the guy through some trouble and that's uh romantic right <laughs> okay uh that's uh you ever watch those uh romantic uh, comedies i guess uh rom- romantic comedies right uh those movies where it's like the guy's uh the guy's a jerk or the guy's a bad husband and then uh, or, or something he's He's, he's not doing it right or he's he's too engrossed with his work or he's too focused on his work and then uh, towards the end of the movie he he's like oh to hell with it and then he throws like his whole life out the window and um, that's so romantic and um, in real life that, w- that would never work it's like you throw your whole life the window you're gonna lose the girl yeah but uh but that's what that's what women want but uh that's that's fine that's cool okay uh what else uh (laughs) what else happened uh the other day see i'm making all these references to like the other day we we discussed this and um i'm not actually sure whether it was on the podcast or whether it was one of on one of the live streams i gotta make like I'm gonna write down all these things so that next time I can talk about it properly. But I think on the other day I was actually talking to... Okay, I remember now. The other day I was talking to uh, Tash. I had Tash on the other day. Um, DJ Tash, very fun guy to talk to. I, I never really um, spoke to him that much as we were doing comedy and then uh, I kind of like more or less uh, slowed down on comedy when he was doing more comedy. And then he had a big accident and he lost his leg. And then, uh, yeah, basically uh, he he was pretty much staying home. But um, during the MCO, um, we started seeing him online. And then uh, we became friends. Uh, we were both guests on uh, one of the other live streams, uh, the Lockup Live. And from there, yeah, we became friends. And then uh, I called him. To come on to the show. And he was super cool. And um, yeah, we had a good chat. It was a, it was a nice stream. And we were talking about Louis CK. And I was explaining the whole Louis CK situation to him. And uh, yeah, so. Um, I got to a point where uh, basically I was making a case for masturbation jokes. I was defending masturbation jokes. Because uh, as you know, Louis CK had a... Uh, had a lot of those, and um, basically, I was saying like, um, I, I don't feel bad for laughing at his jokes, uh, even though it turns out he's a bit of a creep, <laughs> like um, um kind of like, pretty much forced women to watch him masturbate. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's debatable. Some people would say he didn't force them, but basically. Uh, under the circumstances they felt like they had no choice so in a way he did like in yeah in a devious clever way he kind of did yeah so i was kind of defending masturbation jokes and i was like saying like yeah I, i i still think those jokes he did was like um honest and refreshing um even the one where he uh was talking about he doesn't think of his wife and his masturbating and um and then uh Angie Kita our friend hi Angie if you're watching this later I know you're not watching it now um uh Angie said like um, yeah I was crossing the line and I'm going to end up in a doghouse and I think she she meant it in uh in a teasing way in kind of a joking way but then um the thing is, my wife, who doesn't really watch my streams that much, um, sometimes she'll pop in just for a minute to say hi to people. Um, but, uh, my wife saw the comment, and my wife was like, okay, you gotta explain this, you know, she screenshot the thing and send it to me on the phone. And, uh, so, uh, the next day I explained it to her, and uh, everything's cool, you know. Um, she, it just looked bad the way, um, Like, I I had been talking some shit about my wife or something, because it was like, oh, why are you gonna end up in the doghouse? What do you say, you know? Um, So I explained it to her, and uh, everything's cool. But um, she didn't... um, Like, she was upset enough to ask me about it, but she wasn't upset enough to go on the stream to watch it. You know what I mean? So that got me thinking, oh my god, that means my streams are way too long. Like, even when my wife thinks... I did something wrong, and normally she would, like, gather all the evidence, and, you know, and then we can have a, and basically crucify me, but, um, she didn't do it, because my streams are way too long, she didn't have the time to sift through, like, a three-hour stream, right, so, yeah, that's why, I, that's why I've been thinking, like, um, yeah, my streams are all way too long, and, uh, I shouldn't be doing these three-hour streams, and, uh, I should just keep it down to like an hour, an hour and a half, and and I noticed this the other day as well when I was talking to Siffo, I think, uh, two weeks ago, and basically um, I had a very long stream. I was uh, I didn't have a guest that day, for um, so I I was just uh, instead of doing the checking in on funny people, I think I was just reading the news or I was just talking by myself. for for like two hours and then Saifu came on and I was like hey um, yeah I was gonna ask you if you wanted to come on and he's like oh he just came back from a rehearsal for his um, PKR show uh, which was yeah a great show that I watched uh, over the weekend but like uh, on that day he was rehearsing for it and he was at the rehearsal and he was tired but he was like yeah sure come on for a chat and then we chatted for like an hour plus after that and then I realized like wait (laughs) He's like, at first I thought like, okay, he seems really animated and like, um, you know, really into it. And I'm like, yeah, let's keep, keep this going. And then I was like, uh, it was like 12, 15. It was like a few minutes past midnight. And I was like, okay, I started doing this at nine. Saifu came up, came on at like, uh, almost 11. And now it's like 12 plus. He must be so tired, but but then he was, and then he was yawning a bit, and I was like, okay, this is a sign. He, he's just being polite, right? He's just being all animated and interested and everything, um, because he he's being polite, and I don't want to. Uh, and and he, and he doesn't want to be the one to end the stream it's up to me i'm the host i'm supposed to say like okay that's enough you know um, let's let's chat another day uh, thanks and all that and i didn't do it because i'm just so bad at ending things i'm so bad at uh, goodbyes so i just let it drag on and then uh, yeah and then i felt bad so that's what i've been thinking like uh, okay n- try to not do the three hour streams or the, or the two and a half or the Even the two-hour streams, I think is uh, too long, too long. Um, Yeah. Long enough that even when I say shit, or when my wife thinks I'm saying shit about her, she uh, still wouldn't watch it to to gather the evidence that she needs to nail me. Okay. Um, Or maybe she just loves me. (laughs) Okay uh yeah so that was that was that idea uh that i had um so lately i've been thinking that you know the uh, stream's got to be shorter no three hour streams are not for everyone you know uh, start off with like it, it starts together like some people start watching it and then more people watch it and then like um i think past midnight the numbers start dropping again and then i'm like okay everybody's it's time for bed you know what are you doing sim Lynn Ruth Miller, yeah, I had Lynn Ruth on this week uh and we had a lot of fun. I um me and Nat opened for her and uh, I think Prakash was the host when she was here last time. Actually it was her first time here, um in Kuala Lumpur. She was performing at a crack house. So me and Nat opened for her. Prakash was the host of the show. So, um, I tried to arrange like Prakash, Nat and me and Lynn to have a chat together, but, uh, Prakash couldn't make it because, uh, Prakash was, uh, had a very important show, uh, to do. He was, uh, opening for Douglas Lim, uh, on a live show on Astro, I think. Yeah, but it was a live one. So that was, uh, that was very exciting for Prakash. And, um, yeah, so it was just me, Nat, and Lynn Ruth uh, having a chat, and that was a lot of fun. Um, she's, uh, she's like a, she comes up with jokes like, uh, she, she cannot help it, I think. She's just, like, it, it's kind of mind-boggling to think that she became a comedian at age like 70 plus. Uh, she's like, she's... 86 turning 87 or 85 turning 86 um yeah and yeah and she became a comedian very late she became a comedian like in her 70s but when you talk to her it seems like she's the kind of person who just cannot help cracking jokes all the time yeah so it was fun having her on and i i actually talked about this uh on previous podcasts or on one of my other live streams i did say that um i want to have her on because she's very old and i don't want to regret not having her on that was uh, what i said but basically what i meant uh, i think a lot of people uh knew that what i meant was like i want to have her on uh while she's still alive right uh because she is old and uh yeah somebody said that uh that, that was a bit morbid uh for me to 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 think about that um but i think that's a very asian thing as well i i find that um, in asian society in uh, chinese uh communities i think uh we avoid a lot of things you know i avoid talking about a lot of things uh yeah and I think you learn this as a kid as well. You will say something like, um, I don't want to do this because I don't want to die. And then your mom will be like, Choi, you can't say that, you know. you Say it again, nicer. And then you got to repeat the thing without using, referring to death, right? Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, I think that is one thing that is a bit, like I, I understand that because I, I grew up uh, in a very Chinese family but at the same time i i think the most banana thing about me is i like to open up things to discuss it um, yeah i mean sometimes sometimes uh, there are things that are kind of like ah okay, I'm, i can't deal with it today i'll think about it another day or we'll talk about it another day but for the most part um i i'm fascinated but at the same time I don't fully understand the this whole Chinese thing of like okay, let's keep it under wraps. Don't use these words. I'm like, if we don't use these words, and we can't re- talk about this topic, it's like we can't solve um, the the issue, whether it's emotional or you know. Uh, yeah. So I I I I did think about. Uh, this and I, I think the most banana thing about me is not that i i eat with a fork and spoon or i, I don't know how to hold a chopstick uh, properly i know i know how to use the chopstick but i use it um, in a very western style i guess like uh the way you're supposed to hold the chopsticks is like the traditional way is like the two chopsticks don't actually touch each other right but i i kind of make form a, a pair of scissors with the chopsticks and then that's good enough for me Um, or uh, I don't eat, you know, I don't eat rice out of a bowl with chopsticks or, you know, I I don't cook, uh, egg fried rice the way Uncle Roger does. (laughs) I, yeah, it's none of those things. I think it's more that I, I like to, you know, kind of (laughs) explore, uh, things that even morbid topics or, or taboo topics and i think that is something that's maybe pretty western or pretty non-asian about me yeah anyway uh just a bit of self-reflection uh speaking of speaking of which my my aunt just passed away uh two days ago and which is sad but she is 90 uh, which means in her Chinese age is 91 Chinese always add one year to it uh, and I don't really know why I think maybe for Chinese people as soon as you're born you're one year old already I think it's just the way Chinese count the age and of course uh, at the wake and at the funeral um, they add three years if you're above uh if you're old if you're above a certain age so um it was written then 91 plus four uh 91 plus th- they always add three years so it's 94 so when people uh see the number usually they will see the number and then they'll do a mental calculation and say oh, okay 94 but 94 means she would have been 91 okay that means her um english or western birthday uh, our age is 90 you know um yeah it's something people do at wakes, but um yeah she had a she had a good long life so um so yeah to uh, this morning was actually the funeral but we were told we um because of the mco because of the you know the whole pandemic situation and social distancing and standard operating procedures uh um i think we could i mean they didn't say we shouldn't go or or anything but um basically i think uh it's best to like the the space is limited right the number of people who can go in at a certain time so it and my auntie has a very big family so um immediate family is uh um her she has i don't even know how many cousins i have like uh she has a lot of kids and Mm. many of her kids also had a lot of kids so she's got like dozens of grandkids so um it's best for the nuclear like for the spaces to be reserved for the nuclear family I guess the immediate family so yeah so I didn't go to the funeral um yeah even I think last night we were planning to go but then uh yeah but then in the end I we didn't go la because uh yeah better for the people who are uh closer to her uh to be there rather than um yeah just limited space la okay <laughs> I don't know how to ha- I don't know how to explain this like um uh, properly but basically that was it. Um yeah my auntie she's she's cool um yeah Then uh, after the w- when we came home from the week. So basically that's why I didn't stream uh, the past two days was also because uh, two days ago we were thinking, okay, we have to go to the wake, right? So I'm like, okay, I can't stream at night, uh, most likely. So I kind of held off on it. And then at the last minute, I, fe- uh, I felt like, okay, we didn't get any uh, info or any details. So maybe, yeah, maybe the week is on, maybe it's not. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna relax and chill at home and not not stream, uh, so by the time I thought like, okay, um, we definitely, that week is definitely not happening, happening that night, I was like, okay, um, <laughs> it's too late already, it's like, uh, too late to stream already, uh, it's like an hour past my usual streaming time, uh, yeah, and then, uh, yesterday I just felt like, uh, yeah, I'm better to, to get things in order before I do the streaming. Um Okay, so that was that. Um yeah, what else did we have? Yeah. Basically, yeah, my my aunt, uh we went to the wake. Um and then we always have to do this thing. Chinese people, we always have to do this thing when we come back from a wake or a funeral. Uh where we have to shower with pomelo leaves. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have uh, experienced this. Uh, Andrew, I'm sure you have, right? It's um, You have to shower with pomelo leaves when you come back from a wake or a funeral. And I've always been told this as a kid and I'm still being told this as a grown-up. And I always follow along because uh, I never argue with, you know, beliefs and traditions because uh, I don't have the energy, (laughs) but um, uh, it's just easier, right? And who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. And I mean, like what? Why question, right? So I always go along. Uh, But the thing is, we are always told uh, shower with pomelo leaves or the more uh, direct translation is use pomelo leaves to shower and or, or use pomelo leaves to either bathe or shower is the same word in Chinese um, and I never knew how to do it you know like how do you like nobody actually says like how do you shower with pomelo leaves are you supposed to break up the leaves and use that as soap or are you supposed to just hold it over your head like a you know like a mistletoe um, while you shower or uh, are you supposed uh, to rub the leaves all over yourselves. Uh, I never actually asked this question because uh growing up uh growing up in a Chinese family, you don't ask a lot of questions uh because most of the answers you get back is uh uh don't you know this thing, right? You're supposed to know this. And uh so I kind of grew up not asking a lot of questions and even today uh, my wife was like, okay, we came back from the wake, we have to shower with pomelo leaves, we, we actually have a pomelo plant, uh, at the front of the house, where we pluck some leaves, and then we shower with it, and I was like, what do we actually do with it, and my wife was like, well, you just rub it all over yourself, and I'm, I think she's right, but there's a part of me, that thinks like, she doesn't know as well, I it, it is quite possible, that nobody knows, like, just generations of like, you know, Generation X, Generation Y, Generation Z, Chinese people who have been told to shower with pomelo leaves and we say yes and we bring the leaves into the shower and none of us know what we're supposed to do with it. Some of us are just holding it in the shower water. That's what I did for many years. Some of us are rubbing it all over ourselves. Uh, and some of us, um, I don't know, mixing it with the soap or, you know, I, use, using it as a bath sponge. I don't know. So what you, Okay, so my question is, what do you guys do? Especially uh, you guys who have had the same tradition, uh, whether you're Chinese or not. If you have been told to shower with pomelo leaves or shower with some kind of leaves or some kind of flower, what do you actually do in a modern context? Because I think in the old days, what they used to do maybe was they put the leaves into the water and then shower with that water, right? Ah, uh, I don't know. How do you shower with pomelo leaves? That is the, the, yeah, that is the question I want to ask for this whole podcast. <laughs> that is the thing I'm trying to find out here. Uh, oh, Andrew Kidd says, nope, we didn't have to shower with pomelo leaves okay what is your tradition if you come back from a wing, do you have to do anything special do you have just shower normally you don't need to shower with pomelo leaves you uh do you have to step over a fire or something i don't even know what the traditions are i know that it, it is supposed to get rid of bad luck i think it's the okay the thing is with the pomelo leaves um there, there is another one that is stepping over fire. I think that one is more like for people who have had a lot of bad luck. Like if they, if they went to prison and they came back from prison, usually I've seen, I've seen enough uh Hong Kong TV series, Hong Kong uh, drama series where people do that after they come back from prison, right? And then their their mom would make them step over um some burning talisman in a pot, and then they have to step over the fire. To get rid of the bad luck so that the bad luck doesn't follow them into the house. Uh, I don't know if people actually do this uh, other than in the prison context, uh, coming home from prison context. Um, Okay, get back to the pomelo leaves, right? Uh, I think people say like, okay, uh, shower with pomelo leaves to get rid of bad luck or something like that. I'm like, okay, but why would I have bad luck? Because I went to a wake... Does this mean the belief, uh, is that a euphemism for like uh, to get rid of whatever is following you home from the, you know, the place where uh, dead people hang out? Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what it is, but uh, if anybody knows, let me know, you know, in the comment section of <laughs> the stream, on my Facebook, on my a podcast on pot bean or anywhere you know just let me know what is what's the deal with pomelo leaves and why are they so special and what what what's the story behind the pomelo leaves as well like did one person uh historically ward off evil or ward off bad luck uh with pomelo leaves and then uh, it became a tradition or is it something i really want to know in fact maybe we can find out can we okay <laughs> let's do this thing we i got the screen here where we can uh okay wait hang on before i do fiona is saying um wrap the leaves over your shower head haha <laughs> or if using pail put the leaves in the pail i'm assuming it's like monday bunga okay fiona are you uh are you just guessing or I or do you are you an authority on this on this uh topic okay Andrew Kate says shower normally only okay so sh- Andrew Kate in your family you don't use pomelo leaves okay shower normally only but shower with pomelo leaf will be like mandi bunga just put into the water basin tempat pail tempatan or pail with water and your scoop that you scoop that water and pour it over your head for Wang uh, sui get rid of bad luck okay. okay 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 that I mean that makes sense Um, just that yeah I mean the old style toilets have like a, uh, something like a well and you scoop water out of it you collect water in it and you scoop out water out of it to, to shower right um, most modern showers it's just a shower head coming out of the wall and spraying at you so yeah so I actually always agree to shower with pomelo leaves, but what I actually do is I just hold that pomelo leaf, so that water, you know, um, falls on it and drips onto me, and I'm like, yeah, I did it, you know. <laughs> Fiona says, "Ha ha ha!" I'm guessing. Okay, nice, but but it, I think your guess is pretty good because uh, it matches what Andrew's saying, but I think so lah. It's, it's a type of mandi right? Mandibunga is uh uh showering with flowers a type of uh malaysian regional custom i i would say it's it's malaysian indonesian thai kind of thing yeah uh okay let's see what was i gonna do i was gonna oh yes i'm gonna (laughs) i was gonna look at this okay what shall i google what so I actually do with pomelo leaves? Okay, <laughs> look at this, the first thing that popped up. Are you guys seeing what I'm seeing here? According to Chinese culture, pomelo leaves are spiritually cleansing because they belong to the sacred pomelo tree. So the tree is sacred, okay. If the tree is sacred, don't pluck its leaves. Okay, uh, never mind. Let's not argue with tradition here. Same. In fact, it's tradition to soak in a bath containing pomelo leaves after attending a funeral. So soak in a bath. But then nobody takes baths anymore. We all take showers. So what's the modern version? This is supposed to keep bad spirits away. Pomelo acts as a natural air conditioner. Wait. That last sentence didn't make sense. Okay, up to that point, we were talking about keeping bad spirits away, right? All of a sudden, it's talking about air conditioning. (laughs) What is going on? Okay, this is uh, anticilia.com. I don't know what this is, but okay. Pomelo leaves myth. Reason. Pomelos are supposed to have cleansing properties against spirit. So bathing with the leaves will drive the spirits away. True or false? Answer, true. This myth came from my first uncle's wife. I have seven uncles and five aunties on my mother's side of the family, according to uh, auntiecelia.com. When I first started my child care center in 2000, I had a couple of babies who will just, uh, who just will not stop crying no matter what I did to pacify them. I get very stressed out when babies are not happy and i was running out of ideas on how to help them it so happened that i visited my uncle that weekend and i mentioned the crying babies to my aunt-in-law and she told me about this myth apparently small children are very susceptible to spirits from the other world and if they happen to encounter one they need to be cleansed using seven pomelo leaves seven wow okay uh according to all the traces all the races in Malaysia the time when the babies are most susceptible is from 7 to 7 30 p.m um, basically when what what's that time called um is it twilight It's when when dust falls is that called the tw- the twilight hour I, I forgot what the name is um, my malay neighbor always makes her children go indoors during this time and I always wondered why until I asked her one day. Even my Christian neighbor told me that this is the time when the angels are changing shift so there is no one to watch over the babies. I always believe that living in a multiracial and and multicultural society there is no harm in learning from each other if it will benefit our children. Those days, I was very skeptical about all these mumbo-jumbo, but when the babies were still crying for no apparent reasons, I thought, what the heck, why not give it a try, since it will not cause any physical or emotional harm to the babies. Two days after the, the bath, the babies were completely different. They stopped crying except when they were hungry or dirty and they were interacting with me. Since then, i always use the bath whenever I have a baby who cries for no apparent reason. Wow, cool. Okay. So there's a photo here. Okay, um, should I... I feel like it's not... This lady is not very uh, responsible for showing a kid photo, but okay, never mind. It's... she did. Anyway. This is uh, Lee Hang. When he first came to the center, she cried... He cried almost the whole day and refuses to interact with anyone. Put 7 pomelo leaves into a basin and fill up the basin with warm water. After showering the baby, take some water in a scoop. Uh, Gently pour the water over the head and at the same time tell the child that he is being washed with special water after which he will be happy and good. Pour the rest of the water over his body. Okay, So lift him out and dry as normal. It takes about two days before you can actually see results. (laughs) There's a time delay, what the hell. So be patient. In the meantime, do not forget that babies thrive from love and affection. So you need to demonstrate this with lots of hugs and kisses and not rely on the myth alone. Ah, okay, I mean that. That is common sense. Uh, Did you know that? All children are very vain. They love praises and so always praise them when they achieve something no matter how trivial. I always clap my hands and tell the children, well done, you are so clever, good, slash good, when they achieve something. As they get older, when I say well done, they will clap their hands and give me their biggest smiles. Oh, so sweet. Okay, that last part was uh, nothing to do with leaves, but okay uh yeah so com, uh that's her tips on pomelo leaves so i don't know yeah maybe there's something there uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh marina you're here hi marina stepping over fire is when you move into your new place that's when that's what my mom told me oh, okay because uh Stepping over fire, okay. Um yeah, I think it's also something to do with warding off spirits or bad luck. Um But I, I always watch those uh Hong Kong drama series, right? And I always see like um like uh For example Man in the Net, right? The the brother went to prison and then when he came was it? Or somebody went to prison. The main character went to prison. So I think or both of them went to prison. So uh when he came back you have to step over fire, I think. Yeah, um, I think that's that's something to do with like. Well, if you went to prison, I think the the the, the thinking is um, either you had bad luck, that's why you ended up in prison, or prison itself has bad luck, and you're coming from that place, so you you gotta get rid of that. One thing more I want to talk about is um, uh, I'm also trying to figure out. I think there is something else we need to Google as well. So this, this podcast is just lots of Googling, uh, because I was thinking of like arranging the times, uh, to have everybody come on to, for a chat, right. <clears throat> From the United States, um, Jimmy and Dustin and, uh, Linda and, uh, Jethro. Yeah. I, I was like, calculating you know I was calculating the the time zone differences and uh, I pretty much uh, remember the time zone differences it's about uh it's about 15 hours uh, the difference uh between us and California uh we are in the same time zone as manila uh, or the philippines uh we are uh i, I the reason i say that is because jetro talks in terms of manila which is actually just kl time to me um But Chetro is in Minnesota. So Minnesota is like a 14 hour difference. And then uh, New York is just 12 hour difference. And this is during Daylight Saving, which we are in right now, Uh, or the world is in right now. So I was thinking like, when does Daylight Saving end? Because I have to know this because like, I don't want to like tell someone like, okay, uh, come at this time, not knowing that Daylight savings has ended. And then I'm still talking about daylight savings time, and they are talking about regular time, and then you know they'll be there an hour late or an hour early. Yeah, so I I didn't want to have that mix up. So I was thinking like, uh, I don't know when this is, and I was like, okay, I can always look it up, right? But then I was thinking about this while I, I was thinking about this while I was driving. So I was like, okay, how do I know when daylight savings is uh, gonna change? And then I thought like. Maybe it is something to do with, because I know that we are sending uh, Chinese people are just giving each other lots of mooncakes right now, right? So, <laughs> if you're Chinese, you've probably been eating a lot of mooncake. Um, <laughs> so uh, lots of mooncakes flying around, uh, and I'm like, okay, mooncake uh, festival is the Mid Autumn Festival. Is Mid Autumn something to do with the ending? no the beginning of winter solstice or is it not so i i don't know so i'm gonna look it up so let's look it up together (laughs) first of all first question when is uh when is mooncake festival oh before i even finish typing it already gives me the answer october 1st is mooncake festival uh when is mid because moon kick autumn moon kick festival is uh, the middle of autumn right mid autumn yeah so the same thing when is mid autumn festival uh october 1st okay so when is autumn when is autumn yeah so it's between september 22nd to december so i guess october this doesn't make sense to me. Okay, if if it if autumn is uh, okay, if autumn is the end, almost towards the end of September, right, September twenty second. How can October first be mid autumn? It's barely started. It's like a week later. How can that be mid autumn? So I think autumn according to the Chinese calendar is different from autumn according to the Gregorian calendar so that's interesting when does daylight savings end okay on the 8th of March you is when daylight savings start on the 1st of November is when daylight saving ends okay so I don't have to worry about it until November uh yeah so my 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 whole uh idea of uh figuring out when daylight savings and, Uh deducing it using the the mooncake festival is uh, totally <laughs> totally not a, not not useful at all yeah so so much for trying to be smart okay guys i think that's the end of this podcast <laughs> And uh, hopefully it's easier, a bit easier to uh, edit this time, not the uh, visual cues, right? So thanks everyone for uh, listening in, for joining me. Uh, only less than an hour and a half, I'm proud of myself. Uh, less to edit, right? That's always good. Uh, even an hour and a half is a lot to edit. Okay guys, uh, see you guys on the next episode of uh, The Beauty of Ugly.